Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Hollywood Podcast, covering the latest in film, TV, streaming, and social media. I'm your host, Max Geshwind. Stay tuned for today's episode. So, Anne Thompson, thanks so much for being able to take the time to chat with me. Been a longtime follower of yours. Um, You're obviously the editor at large over at IndieWire and the creator of Thompson on Hollywood. Um, So thanks so much for joining me. My pleasure. Yes. So I know it's a very busy night. We have the Indie Spirits in about an hour, 12 minutes. So um, I'm going to go through this fast. You just launched your final prediction story, I think, within the last couple hours um, with your Always final stressful. footprint. I know it's very stressful. You ran through all 23 categories. We're not going to do the whole 23 category diatribe right now, though, because that'll take forever. But I do want to get through the big ones real quick. I think original screenplay looks like a cakewalk at this point with Emerald Fennell winning for Promising yeah, it, Young it Woman. Yeah, it feels right. Yeah, it I, does. You the have- cursors are there for her. She's been beating Sorkin. Um, you know, a lot of people are trying to make um, a case, uh, maybe the people who work at Netflix, uh, for how strong the trial of the Chicago 7 is. And I find it so odd that you could have a movie that could almost win Best Picture and not win anything else. And, and maybe it'll win editing, but that's by no means for sure. I'm saying it will. Does Sorkin need to win screenplay, though, in order to, for it to have a chance at picture? Kind of. Yeah. Okay. And then adapted. It's an indication of real support. In other words, yeah, you need all of those branches adding up to, you know, the win. Yeah. And we haven't seen a solo picture win since the early days, right? Like the 1930s with Grand Hotel. It's possible. You could look at Spotlight as an example of something that can win without a whole lot of support from the different uh, branches in, in, in terms of wins. But I mean, you can have a movie like Spotlight where, you know, it didn't get uh, lots and lots of acting nominations. It got some, but it, but it was, it was not, um, it wasn't obvious big nominee uh, across the board, but you knew it had the support anyway. Right. Now let's move on to adapted screenplay, which I actually find so much more fascinating, I think, than original. We kind of know what original is going to look like, but we thought it was going to be Nomadland this whole time. And then Father won at the BAFTAs. And that does seem like more of the writerly movie. I switched it. Yes. I I think it is the more writerly movie. And I keep talking to, you know, I do these um, anonymous ballot conversations and you do learn things. There are people who think that Nomadland and Borat I admire both films for what they did. I thought they were extraordinarily difficult and challenging for the writing teams and for Chloe Zhao, um, the Borat writing team and Chloe Zhao. But I, 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 people seem to think that they're improvised, which isn't true exactly. They're written and then they're uh, encountering the real world and then they're sh- rejiggering and figuring out what to do next. Mm-hmm. It's extraordinary what they did. I'm backing off, even though USC scripter is usually very predictive. I'm saying it is the father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Nomadland, I think more known for its visuals. That's why it's going to win the cinematography it's win and the cinematography directing. Cinematography and directing and, and best, I think, best picture. So, so I think that you have um, also, they don't want to give Nomadland everything, especially when it's the same person, Chloe Zhao. She's just going to go up and up and up. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think they're going to give her editing either. So uh, I'm, I'm, I think this is the one that, I mean, I don't know what happens with Anthony Hopkins, but this is the one that, that the father could win. And people really like the father and it has a big British backing. That's a Mm -hmm. big block that's behind it. 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, Nomadland losing here for screenplay does sort of sound similar to Shape of Water. Going Shape of Water more visual, not as writerly. Yeah, the crafts are more behind it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that sounds like a similarity here with Nomad. Um, I want to go through these supportings real quick because they do seem like locks. Supporting actor Daniel Kaluuya, I don't think there's much to add there unless any competition, any runner-up, you think that should be a challenge to Daniel? I, mean, I know there, there are people who adore Sasha Baron Cohen yeah. and people who have a lot of affection for Paul Rassi, but I just don't see anybody taking it away from him. Mm-hmm. And you don't think Lakeith could cause a spoiler? No, no I haven't okay. spoken to anyone. A lot of people object to him even being in the category, yeah. which is so interesting because they put him there. <laughs> it's not anybody else's idea. Mm-hmm. A couple of weeks ago, it looked like supporting actress. It could have been any one of the five, but I think it really crystallized over the last few yeah, weeks. With, it yeah, it definitely did. It definitely okay. zeroed in on you. And I don't see anything taking it away from her. It's the highbrow, classy. It's a, it's a vote for Minari, which is very popular. Um, and she handled her acceptance speeches with a plum and, and, and she was a pro. People love her. Mm-hmm. If she had been on the circuit, she would have been a big hit on the circuit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the way the uh the ladies from from roma were right and um i know you have is your spoiler maria bakalova um how close do you think she could get to her in pulling there's that affection upset? for borat there is there's okay. a lot of affection for borat and she and she did win um the the critics was it the critics choice yeah yeah critics maria choice. so i'm i'm um, not thinking she's going to win, but uh, of if anyone could take it away because it is a popular movie that isn't going to win anything else. It would be it would be Borat. Mm-hmm. And Glenn was dragged down with the critical reception of Hillbilly. You think? Yeah, I do. Okay. I haven't heard any groundswell of of huge support. There's some. I mean, right. it's not like they don't want to vote for her. Some people do, but I don't think that's going to be the the overtake. Uh, mm-hmm. Yoon. I know eventually she'll have the Sunset Boulevard musical film adaptation out. So we shall see. We shall that see. That sounds like her perfect Oscar win down the line, hopefully. She's um, got time. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned you were obviously predicting the father to win screenplay. And I want to connect that to actor because you don't have Anthony Hopkins winning for actor. You have Chadwick. But don't you think that, you know, screenplay is going to come earlier in the night. And if we see a father win for screenplay, like you're suggesting, that could be a key tea leaf that they really like the father and that Anthony could win. How much of a chance do you it's think? It's a question that of how be? much they like the father. You right. know? I mean, yeah. there, no, there aren't any, um, I mean, production design is another possibility that, that I considered. I, it just feels like the one it's gonna get is adapted screenplay. And it feels like the Chadwick Boseman narrative uh, again, I'm being conservative. If I pick Viola, God forbid I, I uh, ruin your uh, momentum here, sorry. Um, if I were to pick Viola, if I were to pick Chadwick, um, it would be so unusual for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom to have four wins, possibly more than Nomadland and not even be a best picture contender. And you have to think about the anomalous aspects of this. One, Chadwick Boseman really did die and he gave the great performance of his life uh, in his last movie. And people have talked about that. And it's something that people feel very sad and, and it, it touches them and they want to honor him. So there's a real feeling about that. Um, Anthony Hopkins, he's been campaigning. He's been charming. He's been delightful. He's 83. This is a great performance of his career. He's won one before. 
So maybe he doesn't get it. Maybe he's catching up to Bozeman. I don't, I'm not sure at all. I don't know. He has some momentum off the BAFTA, but I'm, I'm, I'm taking the conservative route here and thinking that the Academy likes to lean in. And I think they also like the, some of them, not all of them, like the narrative of, of four people of color winning. Mm-hmm. I, I read somewhere and I think it, I forgot where I read this um, but it was in an article that Riz Ahmed could be a spoiler to Chadwick. Riz Ahmed sort of taps into that same demographic that maybe Chadwick's voter base would come from, sort of. It would be the split a British vote. Or diverse um, acting winner. Do you think Riz could jeopardize that for Chadwick not winning? Or do you think Riz is more of a liability for Anthony? He's more of a, it's the splitting of the British vote. Okay, okay. That gives Chadwick the advantage. Okay. Um, now let's move over to actress, the craziest of the four, which we never would have thought. Um, we always assume that Carrie was the front runner, or at least some of us assume that, but she keeps losing left and right during the precursor. This is my season. point. Um, so now you stuck your head out with Viola Davis um, winning, which some are doing, but not most. Um, how confident well, I don't are- understand why everyone thinks that it's Francis. Mm-hmm. I, I actually, here's the deal. Francis won BAFTA. So yes, that's the most recent award and it's a big one. And it's, it's it for an American actress to win BAFTA where, by the way, they snubbed Carrie Mulligan and Viola Davis. So she wasn't competing with her own rivals. We don't know if she's the strongest contender in that sense. It doesn't work as a predictive thing at all. It gives her momentum for sure. But I, I'm sticking again, being conservative here with the bat with the SAG winner as the advantage for Viola and the fact that she's respected and beloved and the fact that they want a black actress to win for the second time after Halle Berry. And uh, I just don't think people love Carrie Mulligan the same way. Do you think though that you could chalk up the Viola win at SAG just because SAG loves her? Wasn't this like her sixth win? at SAG. They do love her and the TV people love her. So she's got that whole TV side behind her, um, which Emerald had too Mm -hmm. at the uh, WGA, I I recognized. But, um, and and the DGA too. Uh, But but, but, uh, to get the nomination. But the thing about, um, uh, the only other thing about the Viola thing is that Andrew Day could get in there because she could be the second black actress it doesn't have to be Viola they could go against each other in a weird way um and people uh, are voting for Andrew Day there are real there's a real strong support for her too that I have heard even though it's the low numbers and the movie wasn't well received there's it doesn't still... have to happen. Okay. Look at Renee Zellweger, same right. deal. Right. It doesn't, it, it, if, the, if the actress stands out and carries the movie, and this was a first time actress who, uh, you know, sang uh, and, and delivered Billie Holiday. That's pretty amazing. She did a great job. Um, I didn't like the movie. So I'm kind of with you that the movie is a liability. A lot of people didn't see it. A lot of people overseas didn't see it. That's a liability with the international vote. You have to think about the international vote with all of these things now. So well, in big, that case, wouldn't, it go, wouldn't that be an asset go for to Car- Carrie? Carrie? Yeah. <laughs> I 
And, you know, all right. Let's say Andrew Day and Carrie Mulligan and Francis. I mean, Andrew Day and Viola Davis and and uh, the American actresses get uh, pushed aside. It all split up. Carrie Mulligan. They split it up. And, you know, no one knows what's going to happen in this category. No one. And the BAFTA noms were decided by a jury of how many? Ten or twelve. Oh, it was ridiculous. They snubbed her. They robbed her. I I should be if I was Carrie Mulligan, I would be so angry. And if Carrie did get in by that jury of 10 or 12, she she would have won by the larger body. Absolutely. Yeah. Over Francis. Um, so you, so you so. don't you don't think much of that Francis BAFTA win then? No, I okay. don't. I, okay. And I, I adore Francis. If I were voting, I would vote for Francis. Yeah, I I agree. Um, yeah, she was the movie. And that's why I think if it's going along lot. for a picture director, Francis is Nomadland. Viola Davis was in the movie for a quarter of the time. In that is an issue. There are people who object to her being in the lead category, but yeah. I don't see it as category fraud. The way Fences was category fraud. Yes, that yes. was real category fraud. Yeah. This more, she's the title character. I think it's perfect. She's the biggest star. I absolutely support her being in, in Best Actress. I don't hear people, you know, that many. Some people are upset by it, but not that many. I would argue, though, um, what was my other thought here? That... Um, Francis having won two Oscars is an issue mm-hmm. that they think they don't what I, mean, I guess the question is, do they want her to win three? Mm-hmm. If, if a lot of people want her to win three, but isn't it more important for Viola or Andrew Day to win two, you know, for the for the cause? I don't know. Yeah. And is that it's something top of mind when you speak with Academy members? They know that they're aware that Francis already has. Some two. are. Some okay. think about that. Some people think about the history and the message that they're sending. They definitely do. Okay. Picture. We already know director's going to Chloe Zhao. I don't think there's any reason for further no con- doubt. conversating about that. So let's just skip right to picture. Here's <laughs> where Frances McDormand could win her Oscar is for accepting for best picture. And right. everybody knows that. So she could get in there and, and be there on the stage and everybody's going to feel good. Mm-hmm. So how, how sure are you feeling about Nomad winning? Because 100% I, sure. I, I feel like of the last five years, the always the perceived front runner, Revenant, we thought was the front runner, but that lost to the little movie that could spotlight or Moonlight beating La La Land. Um, 2018 with, you know, Roma, we thought was going to win. This is the art it film. Rain Book. But we Whatever. always, I think of the last five years, four of the last five years, we always had that second place pers- uh, film, the runner up beating what we thought was the perceived front runner. And this year that's Nomadland. So wouldn't it be Chicago 7? Sort of that crowd pleasing. No, Chicago 7 is the big guy and 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 Nomadland but is the little guy. Th- that's Remember similar to, that we're talking about yeah. art film we're ta- versus mainstream. We're talking about serious zeitgeist drama versus enter something perceived as more mainstream right. entertainment. That's the issue. I think also yeah. Travel the Chicago 7 peaked. I know it's been yes, hitting. Yes. That's why I'm picking it for editing. Yes. I am picking it for editing. But um, uh, it, it is it is still the, um, to your point, a lot of the uh, wins lately have been the fresher upstart talent over the establishment the old white establishment. Mm-hmm. Let's look at it that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way you frame that just now, it sounds a lot like Roma versus Green Book. You know, the small art house versus the, you know. In that case, they didn't studio. have the, the, the full support. But that split 
that was real in the academy in the early days of network Netflix being perceived as an enormous threat, a disruptor, no longer the same uh, perception. Now Netflix is seen as the benevolent savior uh, of the industry that's putting people to work and making movies and keeping things going. And I don't think uh, that old uh, ang anxiety exists. The, the shift has occurred. The studios are in the streaming business competing with Netflix. They're, the theaters are going out of business. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, I hope that's not true. I'm being a little dramatic, but that is where it's heading. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I hope you're right. I hope Nomad wins. I just, I know that we've seen it over the last several years where you're talking the more front about the front loses. runner being yes. the one, but it isn't the, the Nomadland is still the European art film okay. compared to uh, mainstream Trial of the Chicago Seven. Right. Right. Or Promising right. Young Woman for that matter, which right. is actually stronger than Trial of the Chicago Seven. Well, Chicago Seven Sorkin had... didn't get director. Right. And, but she, well, Fairly didn't get director for Green Book. Um, ah! So that, that's sort of a moot, moot point. But um, it, no, it's a <laughs> right? surprise. It, it helps. Okay. Okay. Well, Chicago 7, you have as your spoiler, not promising young woman in the article you just posted. So do you? Yeah, it's been winning a lot lately. Okay. Promising young woman could have been my spoiler. It, uh, I'll tell you why it isn't. It, it, okay. Promising Young Woman is a stronger movie in many ways throughout the categories uh, than Chicago and probably win more than Chicago, I think. I think I both win one, though. Mm -hmm. What do I know? But I think that Promising Young Woman isn't the way the Academy wants to present itself in, in the best picture race. Best picture is here's who we are. Here's our highbrow upstanding you know, message movie that we want to send to the world. Mm -hmm. They always do that now. It, it's mm -hmm. rare now for one of the entertaining fun movies. Now, Child of Chicago 7 still has a serious message and it is about real history and it therefore fulfills the uh, quotient of presenting properly. But I think Nomad does it much better. Mm -hmm. uh, indie spirits are in less than an hour. Any key tea leaves that you can read from that and for Oscars on Sunday, or is it just, are you just a watching lot of it for fun? The same people are winning. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I, I wish I could feel the room. That's the thing about mm -hmm. the spirits. I mean, what happened if, if you went to enough award shows last year, you felt the passion for, for Parasite. You felt it in the room. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so, uh, this, uh, we were all running blind this year. Uh, it's hard to, to have that confidence of knowing how, how movies play. Mm -hmm. It's hard. Mm -hmm. That's what I wish I was learning from the spirits. Right. Well, we'll see what happens this evening. I am totally on board with your prediction for Nomadland and co-sign on that vote for Francis for best actress, but, we, we think that there's a couple others in better shape. Um, but thanks so much, Anne, for chatting with me this last you did minute. This I really well. appreciate it. It was a pleasure, Max. Yes, I absolutely. enjoyed it. Bye, All right, bye. bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. Please take a moment to subscribe to The Hollywood Podcast for free on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Max Geshwind. Thanks for listening.